Yay! Because Jesus came into the earth to start something. He came to earth to bring light into the world, to bring hope. And our theme over Christmas is hope, as you can see. Um, we want you to grasp what hope is. And if I ask you the, que- the question, what is hope to you? I'm sure you'd have a different answer every time. You see, hope is described two ways um, in the dictionary. The first one is a feeling of expectation or a desire for something to happen. Okay? So, on the morning of the 25th with, with Christmas, just around the, less than two weeks away, I'm sure there's lots of kids and maybe adults here who are expecting, hoping that there's going to be a nice gift under the tree. Can I get a show of hands? Who's hoping for a nice gift under the tree? Not many of you. Crikey. No? It's been a tough year this year. Now, myself um, and my wife is sat here. I am hoping for a PlayStation 5-shaped box under the tree. Okay? So um, if you see her on the way out, just give her a nod and just tell her. Um, But more than likely, I'm not going to get that. She's shaking her head. I'm not going to get that, you know, because um, I, I can hope that I get it, but I probably won't. And it's these things that we put our hope in that we can be dashed upon. You know, our hopes um, and dreams and things like that. And for the majority of us, I want to say that hoping in someone or something or a situation, some of it can be translated as wishful thinking because most of the time it doesn't come through. Who remembers, who's got a favorite Christmas present they've ever had? You're supposed to put your hand up. You're not very, guys at home, who, you can put your hands up, I can't see you. But you must have had a favorite Christmas present. I remember getting a bike for Christmas. It was a red BMX with white stars on. It was fantastic. And I remember coming downstairs. We opened our presents, and my mum said, can you get me a drink from the kitchen? And off I went thinking I was just getting a drink. And there was this amazing bike. It was fantastic. But every Christmas after that, I hoped that there was a bike or something of a big in the kitchen. I hoped that there was something there. And every single Christmas thereafter, my hopes were just broken, that there's no bike there. But I just remember getting that. And it's, it's, not, it's not very nice having your hopes dashed, is it? When you put your hope in someone or something or a situation and it doesn't come through, you, you, you feel let down. It's a horrible feeling. At the moment with, the, with the, the, the pandemic, we are putting our hope in a vaccine. We are not just a, a nation, but um, all across the world are putting our hope in a vaccine. We're putting our hope on the shoulders of people who are, uh, normally takes about 10 years to get a vaccine out, but they've taken 10 months, they've worked hard, they've come together, they've worked um, just, just to get this vaccine out to beat COVID. We read of Margaret Keenan, the 90-year-old lady that had the world's first injection. She had that. And we, our hope is on that, that we would get this. Everyone would get one. And things would maybe come back to normality. But our expectations, desire for this to happen is, is full of unknowns. It's full of variables in this. It's full of things that maybe could go wrong or we're not too sure about. But I just like to think of it as it's great news that humanity is restored. When you look across the globe, that they've worked so hard. So there is that, that expectation, a, a desire, something to happen. The second part of trust is descri- uh, of hope is described as a feeling of trust. Hope and trust go together. It's described as a feeling of trust. And another question or a few questions I want to ask you this evening is, where does your trust lie? Where does your hope lie? Where, where do you put your trust in or your hope in? And what is your trust or hope built upon? As I've said... Um, we celebrate Christmas as the, the arrival of Jesus and the things that he, he brought, the hope into the world. He was light to the world. And we put our hope 
upon him that he will promise what he brought, what he's doing, and what will pass. That is where our hope is firmly established. But the thing is with the difference between Jesus and all the other things, the things of the world, the, the present under the tree that you're hoping for, maybe the vaccine that we want 100% efficiency to, or world peace, or anything else the world has to offer, has one fundamental flaw. And the fact is, it has us involved. And we're not perfect, are we? Hands up if you're perfect. I'm glad no one put their hands up. There might be a few people at home, but I can't see them. But the thing is, with, with Jesus, he promises us hope. And it's a firm foundation that we can trust in him, what he has for us. You see, our, our hope and trust isn't based on each, each other. It is. We hope and trust in each other in situations. We do that. But our hope and trust should be based upon Jesus because he is the only one that can guarantee 100% efficiency in that. And it's not just any old hope. It's not just a hope that we can just randomly tag onto or pick up. A guy called Peter wrote in a letter um, which contained this great piece of scripture, and it's from uh, 1 Peter 1, 3, and 4, and it says this, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God has great mercy, and because of his mercy, he gave us new life. So we're offered new life. But he goes on to say this new life brings us a living hope, a living hope, a living and breathing hope that Jesus has given us through his resurrection from death. And it goes on to say, not only do we have this living hope now, but there's something waiting in store for us. A blessings God has for us as children. They're kept in heaven. They cannot be ruined or destroyed or lose their beauty. They cannot spoil or perish or fade. See, the fact is, Peter was, uh, I love the fact that Peter was this guy who walked around with Jesus for three years. He walked the earth with him. He saw hope in action. He walked with Jesus and just saw him going to work and doing things and, and just bringing that. But it wasn't until Jesus went back to heaven, went back to sit on the throne, that actually Peter, his hope that, that was built on Jesus came to the fore. You, like Peter, carry hope with you. You, like Peter, take it with you wherever you go. You carry hope. Throughout the Bible, Jesus described as many awesome and wonderful things. But, but Jesus, when it comes to hope, in, in the letters to Titus and Timothy, he's, he's described as our hope, the blessed hope. Our hope and the blessed hope. I love that. And we as Christians are urged to just trust in the Lord, to trust in him, to put our hope on him and not in ourselves. You see, immersing ourselves in, in the word of God, in the world of God, is something that we need to do more and more. So we don't just imagine what it is to, to have that hope, but we, we immerse ourselves and we can trust like no other to grasp it for what it truly means. Does everyone like the box I built? It's quite good, isn't it? It's not bad. I haven't done woodwork since I was about 14. But uh, if you're over there, it might say hop, okay? But it does say hope, as you can see. And what I want to do, I want to give a visual illustration of what I mean that we trust in Jesus, in his name. We trust in him. But what I want to say is, is just have a think about what it means to trust on him. If I fall through, is anyone filming? Because I want part of the money on you being framed. Excellent. But I want this to be a representation to you visualize what it means to stand on the hope that Jesus carries. Not only is, is he the light of the world, lighting things up, casting away all darkness, but he is the hope that he brings. And you carry that. And you carry that because you've got a firm foundation under you. Because he is our rock. He is our foundation. He is the cornerstone. And there is nothing more stable than, than Jesus being that. And I just want to encourage you 
this evening, just to think upon it, not just to trust in Jesus, but trust on him in all that he has for you. I unashamedly urge all of us to stand on that which he brings, which he carries. And all around us um, in the world, we, we carry hope. People carry hope. It's built an expectation and a desire for stuff to happen. Um, and, and quite often it does fail. It does fail. But in Jesus, that hope surpasses everything else. And I love the fact that, that he has already promised. Not only has he promised that, he's shown that. Many years ago when I used to, um, before I was a Christian, I used to go to church when football was cancelled. Uh, I used to go along with my wife Sarah and I used to sit there um, scratching my head and just observing people. Um, just singing and, and praying and speaking in tongues and all those different things. And I thought, they're right, a bunch of loopy nutters. I really did. It was one of those things where I was just like, oh, I'd much rather be playing football. See, I thought Jesus was irrelevant. He was pointless. He, he, he wasn't for me. I thought he was just a guy in a book who wore sandals, had long hair, and just walked around, and he wasn't real. But when we immerse ourselves in his world, when we immerse ourselves and allow us, ourselves to go into that, we understand what he's about. You see, when I saw Sarah, her family, those that had influence on me and those around me, um, I saw that they were putting their hope in something different. Whereas I was putting my hope in wealth and status and all these other things that the world says to put your hope in. These things that fail and fade and perish. But these guys were putting their hope in something else. And I used to just wonder why everything that I put my hope in was futile and fruitless. But what they put their hope in always came through. And it was only when I immersed myself in that, in that love that God gave through Jesus that I saw that hope at work. I don't know if you've ever, um, ever gone on virtual reality games. I've got those virtual reality goggles for the PlayStation 4, not the PlayStation 5, just the 4, okay, Sarah? So if you've ever gone on the, on the, on the virtual reality goggles, um, where if you're watching it on a TV, it doesn't look that, that special. It doesn't look that great. It's just a, it looks like a video game. And you wonder why the person is screaming and shouting and, and getting all like uh, crazy while he's got these goggles on. But it's only until you put the goggles on and you see it from their perspective that your, your, your sights and your senses are transformed. You see it from their view. Because you're not seeing a flat screen and it looks a bit boring. And well, that isn't exciting. But until you put them on, you understand that you're in a completely different world. You see... You understand what they're on about. Where I was sat on the sidelines and I was watching people in church, it wasn't until I took the step forward and immersed myself in what they were about, what they talked about, this Jesus guy, that I understood that that hope that he carries was real. And like putting those goggles on, you understand. Until you take that plunge and have a go, then you understand what it's all about. That was my experience. That was my journey. That is my journey now. I've got to say there's truly no other hope that can be utterly relied upon apart from Jesus. I really unashamedly say that. We have this cast iron hope of a true living hope, not a hope that just comes in and goes out and fades away. It is a living hope that carries on through you, that you carry when you leave this place tonight, when you go out tomorrow, when wherever you go, you carry hope because it's built upon the hope that Jesus brings. And like Peter says, he doesn't try and describe what it is. It's Words can't describe what it is, but he describes what it isn't, what it can't be, that it won't perish, it won't spoil, it won't fade. It cannot be ruined or destroyed. That's a promise. That hope is waiting for you in heaven, but it's a living hope now. So my hope for you today is that if you're a Christian, you profess to follow Jesus, that you would, you would think about what it means 
to renew your hope on him. Or if you're like me many years ago and you don't believe in Jesus or you haven't taken that step yet, take a step. Take a step towards that hope that he has, that hope on something that Christ, this Christmas that surpasses everything else, that hope on which nothing, it can't fade, it cannot crumble, it cannot disintegrate, it cannot go. Hope on the name that is Jesus.